Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, Spreaker, and of course, my blog talk radio community, and those who may be joining me in the chat room. Hope you're having a great start to your new week. It's a new month, and today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get your audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And a little bit later, I'm going to be sharing my audiobook selection of this week with you. Well, tonight we have our guest, returning guest expert Felicia Wallace-Benton from Designing Your Vision, and she's going to be talking about small spaces. You know, you're single, but then we get into a conversation. You know, you might be married in a small space. So how you can be organized but also be comfortable and have it your haven as well. And, of course, I want to thank all of you who have responded to my question, what is the small space, what is the smallest it should have been space you've ever lived in as an adult? And someone actually responded, an Army GP small tent, which is pretty small. So I thank you so much and um, continue to be on the lookout for those weekly uh, questions on my social media. And then, of course, I'm going to be sharing with my product suggestion, my app suggestion, and well as my repurpose suggestion for this week. But before I bring on my interview with Felicia, because um, she was not able to be live with us this time, but she will be um, for our next interview coming up in a couple of weeks. But before I bring on and air that interview, I just wanted to share with you, I did a little Googling and regards to just small spaces. So South China Morning Post, they did a feature on the different types of spaces. And Hong Kong residents are already accustomed to extensive crowded spaces, learned a new term in 2016, and it's called the nanoflat. Apartments that measure less than 200 square feet or 18.5 square meters, including a bathroom. I'm going to repeat that. 200 square feet, less than 200 square feet, or 18.5 square meters, including a bathroom. So our guest this evening, as the owner of Designing Your Vision, 
She uses her skills as an interior designer to help clients see their full potential and most effective way to use their space. She has designed spaces changing her clients' interiors from ordinary to extraordinary, whether it is the kitchen, bathroom, or an office. Felicia provides her clients with a unique look as they are looking for. So again, here is my interview with Felicia Wallace-Benton on Small Spaces. Well, listeners, we have our returning guest expert, Felicia Wallace-Benton of Designing Your Vision, and she's going to be talking to us about how to better organize your small spaces and being single and organized, or maybe even if you're a couple and you're in a small space. So thank you so much, Felicia, for returning. Oh, thanks for having me again, Janet. It's my pleasure. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to have you is because I know from living in Center City that the spaces are getting smaller. And so one of the problems is that um, people just don't know what to do with stuff. But what are some of the problems you see with singles or just people in general who live in a small space? Um, what what I see normally um, a lot of the time is people, uh, number one, bring most of their stuff that they have from their parents' home to their apartment, and it doesn't work in the space. Uh, number two, with most apartments, especially in the city, you have to be very creative as to the type of furniture you have as well as how you place the furniture. And that's one of the biggest problems that I come across as a designer um, mm-hmm. in helping people. Um, mm-hmm. One, because if you're taking furniture from your parents' house, even though you're just coming from your room and you're taking what is your queen-size bed, 99% of the time that bed may not fit into your apartment because your apartment bedroom is not the same size as your bedroom um, unless you have a pretty grand apartment, and I don't know any single people <laughs> who are just <laughs> starting out. <laughs> They have that type of rep money. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not saying they don't exist. They do exist, and, and it's very well that they could be. But for the for the majority um, that we're speaking of here, that's not the case. So you have to be very wise on the size and the scale of the furniture that you bring into your apartment. And then also the type of furniture. I mean, now uh, IKEA, um, but there are a lot of other furniture stores that make furniture that allows you to store things in your bed. Uh, A lot of furniture that serves multiple purposes. So that's something that I normally suggest for single people that are just moving out, going into their first apartment, because it's easy, it's affordable, and it gives them several options as to how they store their stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is a good suggestion because I had never even thought that when people move from their parents' house, they take, take the furniture with them, um, which, and you're right, it, that furniture was made for a house and not specifically for something that may be 500 square feet or less. Um, right. So that's true that they have to get rid of, and I think sometimes people don't have that in their mind when they get rid of 
when they're moving, they want to bring stuff, but I think they have to be in the mindset that you've got to let some stuff go. Because I just recently met with a woman who, her and her husband, they live in the six-bedroom house, but now they're in like a two-bedroom and a den condo. And, you know, some of the stuff they bought with them, you know, they can't use anymore. So get rid of things, people, get rid of things. But you touched on something about multipurpose things. So can you share just a few ways on decorative ways and as well as how they can multipurpose things like furniture to help them stay organized? Uh, Yes. Like, um, for example, um, uh, I'll give you two examples. Uh, beds now, um, especially some for IKEA, allow you to store things up under and within the headboard of your bed. Um, some even have rolled out, like uh, they may serve as a duvet and then become bigger. Um, so if you need a bigger bed, you, you have a bigger space. Um, but ne- nevertheless, it gives you the ability to be very efficient so you can have that space and, and store things. Um you have a lot of uh, furniture now that may serve, like, as shelves. Um, like, there are some entertainment pieces, which are small, that you can use as a dresser and as a place where you can put your TV, too, as well. They're not as big and bulky as, say, like, a dresser that you would normally buy out of the furniture store. Um also, what I normally do in people for small spaces, especially in the city, I mean, because a counter space is very ideal, I often introduce sofa tables. Like a sofa table could be a really nice asset. You could put that behind a nice small-scale sofa with two uh, small-scale stools that go up under it, and that could be your place where you can eat, and you can also use it, have it pull out when you entertain. Um, and it serves as a table. Um, reason being is because you can't always have, like, in a small eating table. So, you know, you can't really always create the space that you would normally do in some apartments. Some are smaller. So it really depends upon the overall space that you you would have to kind of get a piece that would serve multiple purposes. Um, and then that's where I come in as a designer to help with that. Um, to help you think outside the box because normally people just get stuff to furnish and what they realize is that, okay, I have this lovely bedroom set, but I can't walk around in my bedroom. Or I have this lovely living room furniture, but I can't move in my living room. I can only have two people over because of the night. It's supposed to crowd and and cramp. So not only the scale of the furniture, it's the furniture itself. Um, another thing is an ottoman. Ottoman can serve, and I do this in homes too as well. It's not just like a coffee table. An ottoman can serve for storage too. So you can put your blankets and stuff in there, magazines, whatever the case may be, games, and then you can have a tray on top, and there's your coffee table. Also, take your tray off, put your feet up, you know. But you also got to keep in mind of the size and the scale of the ottoman, too. You don't want to do anything overly big or bulky either for the space. So those are the different things that I suggest to my clients. <laughs> and, th- and those are some good suggestions, too, because I think people really don't think of the scale. Because I know a lot of people who are older, um, their concern is they've got this huge European furniture and it can't fit into the small spaces. 
So, um, so for somebody who is moving into a space and they know what the square footage is, is, but they also have existing furniture, like what should be really kind of going through their mind before they call the movers and have them move everything into that space? Um, one thing I, I do for people like this that they want to is um, measure the size of your bed, the typical queen-size bed and all the other furniture you have, and then measure the size of the space and see if you can put everything into that space and walk around your bed and open the drawers to your dresser without having to climb across furniture. Now, I have... I can't tell you the countless people that I've told this to, but yet and still they still insist on keeping it. It's like the furniture has some, I don't know, sentimental value to them. So it's, it's, it's just like with anything else that you own, it's hard to part with. But my whole thing is if you don't and you move into that space, whether you're single or you're downsizing for whatever reason, it's never going to feel like home. It's never going to feel comfortable because, one, it's a total different space, and, two, you can't even live or function in that space. So it takes a while for people to understand that and they realize, oh, my gosh, I love it now. What did you do? I didn't do anything but make it functional, you know, or tell you to get rid of some pieces that you don't want to get rid of. As a single person, though, it's a lot easier, like, for my clients that are young, I would say, like, in their late 20s, early 30, 30s, and they're, say, moving out or going out on their own and trying to get established, whether it's in a new house or whether it's in an apartment. For them, it's a lot easier to sell those pieces on eBay to get rid of them or to have those yard sales. It's a lot harder for uh, those people say that they're now single because their husband has passed or they've been single in this huge house for years. Now they have to downsize to something smaller. That's where the sentimental play comes into effect for the furniture, and that's where it comes hard for them to part. Um, and that's where those instructions go in one ear and out the other. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's I, I think it's just because you've been with it longer, you're you're determined to make it work. So it really depends upon the client. Um mm-hmm. and and the overall situation as to why you're downsizing. For someone young it's new, for someone old it's a change. And you know how mm-hmm. much we love changing. So it's it's a it's a total different um Bogging for each person, but nevertheless, if you were to do that, you would make your life ten times better because you could then say, "Okay, I'm gonna have to get rid of my bed. I can sell this bed for X amount on eBay, or I can give it to a friend, or I can, and then I can go out and purchase the bed. Now you can look for the stuff that you need. Um, you don't have to buy everything at once. You can piecemeal it. I just tell people to make sure you can sleep and eat. Everything else will come in time. Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, so that, that's the, the method that I use. Because if you do it piece by piece, eventually you'll feel more and more like home and you're not rushed. 
And that, again, plays again on your psyche and your stress and everything. It's just amazing how everything kind of falls into place. So that's my advice. And, that's, <laughs> and, that, and, that, is, and that is some good advice. And it's interesting because when you were talking, and I, and I understand now, like you said, with younger people it's different because they're not as attached, whereas somebody who, you know, has, has maybe is 40, 50 or over, they're more attached to this stuff. And I was thinking of all the people I have come across who now, because they've had those homes, now they have all this artwork and all these pieces that they've invested so much money in and they've traveled all over the world. Now they don't want to get rid of it, but there's no space to put the things. And now yeah. they've got the storage space or wherever else they find to put it. Yeah. So it's interesting how, you know, all of that stuff, but there needs to be a home or, unfortunately, they need to let go of it or sometimes they just hold on to it and just hold on to it. And one client, I told her, I said, you know, this stuff really, if this is valuable artwork, it needs to be in a temperature controlled because it were painting. Environment, right. And she had them near, mm-hmm. and then she had them near heat. So I was like, mm, that's not good. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's well, a, for a single I would say elderly or older, it's 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 a lot of other personable uh, things that come into play. For those that are singer, single and younger, it's more the creative process is there because, like I said, it's it's a new experience. It's like almost like your first time you're going away to college. You're excited. You're scared. You know, you're wondering if I could do this. Um, but for those that are older, I always try to tell them, unless you budget in a storage space, don't don't yeah. do that. Don't don't do it because you're just creating more stuff stress for yourself. And nine times out of ten, when you're downsizing, it's because you need to downsize. Not just well, in some cases it is because the space has become too big for you to upkeep. But ninety nine percent of the time, it's because of cost, and you 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 don't want to add that extra cost in your budget. And then, so it's and then, just yeah. something to keep then, in mind. Yeah. Yeah, and that is true. And one client I worked with this week, she really decided that, well, one, she didn't have a space for all the dishes. The, the dishes, you got the good dishes and then you got the everyday dishes. And I explained to her how one client decided to get rid of the everyday and eat off of the good dishes. And something clicked. She said, you know what? She said, I felt so much joy when I was eating off of my grandmother's dishes. I said, well, why don't you eat <laughs> off of them every day? And she's like, you know what, I'm going to do that. So she got yeah. rid of these little dishes that she had that really were not of value as the grandmother's dishes. And she says now, she's like, she said, because I feel like I'm getting reconnected with her. I feel joy. And I said, that's what you need in your life. So eat off of these wonderful dishes. So sometimes right. you have to look at, you know, you're, yes, we have all this good shine and everything, but why? Eat yeah. off of it and enjoy it. So Exactly. Exactly. My point is that well, if not, it's just going to continue to sit there and collect dust for what? <laughs> yeah, I know. And you got to put it in storage, and then people yeah. are trying to figure out ways to entertain because they've got all the stuff and they don't have anybody. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. use it. Use it. Make space for the things you need, you know. Mm-hmm. Make space for the things you need. Well, Felicia, you. as always, Oh, you want to say something else? I'm sorry, Felicia. Oh no, I was going to say enjoy it while you can. <laughs> that is, and that is so true. Enjoy it while you can. 
Well, Felicia, as always, you've given us so many wonderful tips and information. So how can callers and listeners get in contact with you? Okay. So um, the best way is uh, I'm a person I love to talk one-on-one. So um, I always give people my cell number, and that number is 215-808-4786. That way you can reach out to me. I can talk to you. And it just just seems to to flow a lot better. (laughs) Um, The second way is via email. And my email is um, Benton, B as in boy, E-N-T-O-N, underscore Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A, at yahoo.com. And then the next way is they can definitely check out um, my website, which is Felicia-Benton, I mean, dash Benton, um, dot squarespace.com. And they can definitely check that out. And there's a contact um, page there where they can put their information to to talk to and about their project. Course. And, of course, listeners, as always, there will be a direct link to Felicia's website on the show page. So thank you, Felicia. And, of course, listeners, Felicia will be back in a couple of weeks because she's going to talk about that that delicate area when the husband may not be as organized and the wife wants him to be a little bit more organized. And she's going to give you strategies on just how to maneuver that clutter and all of that other stuff. So thank you so much, Felicia. Thank you, Janet, for having me. This was fun, (laughs) as always. (laughs) Yes, as always. Thank you. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And that is Bob Lewis of Closet and Storage Concepts and... As he said, so if you are really looking for a way to maximize your space, whether it's your closet, um, he's done projects where they've transformed a closet into an office, call Closet and Storage Concepts because it's spring and you're looking at those spaces and trying to figure out what to do. Or, of course, you know, you could just call Felicia. You know, she helps you whether you are downsized and now you're surrounded by stuff and you just need to figure out how to configure the space or maybe you are at a place where you are in a bigger home and you're thinking about moving to a smaller space. So you need to know, like, what pieces I should take. So call her. And, of course, if you're just surrounded by clutter, you know who to call. So... I wanted to share with you from our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audio book of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. The audiobook selection for this week is Tiny Houses 101, A Guide to Living Large and Small Spaces. And in this audiobook, you will learn who tiny houses are best fit for, how tiny houses can 
help you slim down your unneeded possessions and focus on the things that are really important to you, design and decorating tips, and also the physical and emotional benefits of adopting the tiny house lifestyle. So again, the audiobook selection for this week is Tiny Houses 101, A Guide to Living Large in Small Spaces. Well, I am excited because it's a new month, and in the Get My Life Totally Organized, which is a private Facebook group, we are on a journey of 30 days of self-care. We're on day four. Day one was about just decluttering, and it wasn't necessarily the entire house. It was just about doing one thing. I shared with them how I decluttered my magazine box and got rid of catalogs that I no longer need because now what I do is whenever I'm looking for an item, I always go online, so I really don't need catalogs. Day two was um, listening to a podcast. And I shared with them a couple of podcasts. One was on self-care, which was only two minutes. And another one was on procrastination and how we all procrastinate and how to overcome that. And then day three was actually just texting somebody and letting them know how much you care. So those are some of the things we're doing as a group for 30 days. I'm not going to tell you what day four is because that's um, – a little surprise for my, I've already shared with my group what I was going to do for day four and what our focus is. So I'm going to keep that a little bit private. But that is what we're on a journey, 30 days of self-care. We've kind of decided, I've decided to focus on us so that we can rejuvenate ourselves, continue on the journey because it's living an organized life. That means getting you enough rest making sure you eat right, making sure you exercise, making sure you have fun, and also making sure you declutter. So for an investment of $7 a month, because that's how much it costs to be a part of this Facebook group, private, we started off the year with an organized 365 challenge, and we're still doing that every single day. I'm challenging them to get rid of something. It could be a receipt. It could be um, a circular. It could be anything. And, of course, we had our weekly color focus, but we just kind of put that on the side. But every day um, for 30 days, I'm coming on live and giving them a challenge for self-care. Then once a week, I was giving them an organizing strategy session, a Q&A, so they could ask me questions. And, of course, as a member of the group, you can post questions. Sometimes I come on live and give you the response to that question, and then sometimes I type it in, and then sometimes the group members will just kind of share. So think about becoming a part of the Get My Life, and it's Get My Life, which will get your life totally organized. Just go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com, click on the link to become a member. And, of course, the first 30 days is a dollar. Our first 30 days is a dollar investment, so think about it. Well, we're going to move on to Taylor's tip time and five tips on living in a small space, five tips. Number one, use your vertical space. You know, you've got ceilings, so sometimes you can work your way up in regards to organizing things. Felicia already mentioned this, dual or multipurpose furniture, ottoman, dual, dual purpose. Number three, only purchase what you need. 
refrain from buying in bulk. Now, I know bulk looks, you know, it is, it is cost effective, but I realized when I moved, I no longer have that walk-in storage closet, so I can't buy bulk like I used to in regards, especially, and I don't have that extra bathroom closet space that I used to have. So I now no longer buy in bulk like I used to. So sometimes you have to do that. Schedule. A few minutes at the end of every day to put things away. When you're living in a small space, you just can't leave things around. You have to put things where they belong. And number five, if living in a small space and just staying organized is purged regularly. I talked to two women and on a previous podcast where they said sometimes you have to purge your closet monthly. Sometimes you have to do that because you may come across, you know, it's a nice day and you think you're going to wear an outfit and you realize, mm, you look at it, you don't like it, then you need to begin to purge on a regular basis. Have a purging bag so every time it gets full, you take it to the donations, etc. I actually tried out two services today, and actually I loved them. The first one is Thread Up. I'm going to be talking a little bit more about that in, in future episodes, uh, and and as well as you, you've heard the people from Silk Roll on here as well. And it's really great. They send you bags. You put items in there. You ship it to them. You don't pay anything, and then you find out how much it's worth. I mean, it is worth the try. So I'll be talking about that in future episodes. But those are my tailor's tips, five tips. Use your vertical space. Purchase Dual purpose furniture, only purchase what you need, refrain from buying in bulk, schedule a few minutes at the end of every day to put things back, and purge regularly. Well, for those of you who have been listening, and I appreciate all of you, if you are in a place where maybe the Get My Life Totally Organized group is not for you, you really need some one-on-one, then why don't you have a virtual session with me? Because I help clients. Create space to attract more love, more money, more happiness into their lives. You can go to my website, the contact page, schedule a 30-minute free consultation. You know, let me know what's going on, whether it's your time, whether it's your space, whether it's your life, and see how I can help you develop some strategies to better maximize your time, to maybe Work on some issues so that you can create some systems in your business to attract more clients and more customers. Or maybe just to create the life that you've dreamed of by getting rid of all the unnecessary stuff. So, again, go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Click on the contact page. You can either fill out the form or you can just go right to my schedule because that allows you to have access to my schedule as well. Well, of course, I want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank you for all of you who are following me via social media, which includes Periscope and, of course, my blog, Talk Radio Community. And I want you to also be sure that you check out my Pinterest board on minimalism. I have a Pinterest board. It's got all kinds of tips and resources and strategies. So make sure you check that out as well. Well, of course, today is Monday. Do you know what tomorrow is? I'm listening. Yes, it is. It's Toss It Tuesday. So schedule time to purge your life of the things you don't use or need to make room for the things you use and love. Again, 
purge, schedule time to purge your life with the things you don't use or need to make room for the things you use and you love. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip for this week. So now I want to share with you my app suggestion, my product suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion for this week. My app suggestion, because we're talking about um, small spaces, is an app called A Measure, and it has tons of useful tools. From measuring to design, try one of the 18 powerful tools. It's got virtual furniture, maybe buying a new couch, place the virtual one first to make sure it fits, a 3D trajectory, and it's a chart, a 3D path as you walk around, get the total length of the path in this place, and in vertical height. Find height for your house or other tall things by restriction of vertical direction. So, again, that is a measure, and it's got tons of schools, tools, and it will help you really plan out. My product suggestion is the belt organizer, and it is uh, – it organizes your belts, your watches, your jewelry, your makeup. I use it in my bathroom. It's a great product. I love it because, one, it doesn't take up a lot of space, but also it has those beautiful clear drawers so you can see everything. And you can go to my Janet's Lifestyle Board, Lifestyle Product Board, on my Pinterest page, and you can see that product, but it's called the Belt Organizer. And it's on my Janice Lifestyle Product Takes board. And my repurpose suggestion is basically using things that you may have, fan parts, drawers, chairs, ladders, to create shelves because you want to really utilize that vertical space in your home. So, of course, for more of my app suggestions and product suggestions and repurpose suggestions, you can go to my Pinterest page because I have a board for apps that will help you stay organized and a board for product suggestions that will help you stay organized and, of course, a board for my repurpose suggestions. And also make sure you check out my Janet's Lifestyle Product Picks board as well. Quote for this week is, you have succeeded in life when all you really want is only what you really need. Again, you have succeeded in life when all you really want is only what you really need. And I think when we are, you know, on our journey to live organized, when we are minimalizing things, when we are downsizing things, it's that we're at a place in our lives where we are really happy with what we have. We're not trying to acquire anymore, and we enjoy experiences, and we enjoy people, and we, and I'm not saying it's anything wrong not to want stuff, because I like things. I like the shiny, you know, I love my patent leather shoes and bags, um, and of course, I love the color, anything in the color red, as you can see when you go to my Pinterest board, but it's really about walking into your home and just feeling like it's a haven because everything is in its place. You can sit down on a chair. You can see the surface of your tables. Even when you're sitting at your desk, you can enjoy being at your desk, whether it's at your home office or whether it's your office, and you can enjoy or even when you come home after a long day and you can just lay in your bed and go, ah. So that's what it's about. 
So I hope you um, will continue on your journey. And, of course, you can always go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. You can go to my contact page if you have a question, if you need a resource, or if you just want a 30-minute session with me, then please do so as well. Well, our upcoming episodes is, of course, talking about his organized office because I work with a lot of male clients, and I'm just going to give you strategies on how to organize that home office. And then, of course, Felicia Wallace-Benton will be returning and keeping him organized and me happy. So that's our topic. And then we're going to do meal planning, the organized way to living healthy. And, of course, Iola Jackson will be returning on self-care. As I said, I'm on this journey for self-care. So self-care. So I hope you will tune in as well. So I really um, definitely want to thank everybody for listening. And, of course, I want to ask you, a tiny little favor, whether you're listening to it via Blog Talk Radio or maybe you're listening via iTunes or Stitcher or Spreaker or whatever venue, I would love it if you would just, you know, let me know that you enjoy this show. But also, I want to hear from you. What topics do you want to hear? What is it that you've always wanted an area in your home and in your life that you want to get organized? Or maybe it's not you. Maybe it's somebody you know, like, you know what, they need some tips on how to organize this area. And I would love to be able to do a show for that, and then you could share it with them. So please let me know as well. Well, I want to truly thank all of you for tuning in. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.